Today's episode was previously recorded at Trish TV One YouTube channel. Click the link in bio to watch the full episode. I see you. You're doing the exact same thing I did when I called myself walking away from that relationship. I told him off. I mean, I read him his rights. I was sick of being taken for granted, embarrassed, humiliated, lied to, and ignored. Enough was enough. I was done. And then he called. I answered. He apologized. I played hard to get until I couldn't. And the toxic cycle of me so-called leaving continued. I know how tough it can be to walk away from someone, especially when you've shared so much together. It's like you're torn between what your heart feels and what your head knows is right. But here's the thing, sometimes stepping back is the best move we can make for ourselves. It's not just about ending a chapter, it's about respecting ourselves and our journey. And I've realized something crucial about this whole process, especially about the art of detachment. It's a game changer, honestly. Let me tell you a little bit more about it. So there's the illusion of leaving. When anger is attached to you leaving someone, in my experience, you're not leaving. All it takes is for him to say or do the right thing to counteract that feeling of anger. And you will stay, whether you come back slowly or at full speed, you will go back. But when you leave in peace, don't say a word, and you aren't afraid to navigate the reality and newness of being without him or her, you're ready to walk away. There's reigniting interest. When you choose to walk away, it often grabs their attention. It's like you're saying, I'm worth more. And that can make them curious. They start to wonder if they can still connect with you. If you're still in their world, they wanna know. But here's the catch. Their interests might just be about knowing they can reach you, not about a real connection. So you have to be careful. This is a cycle that can keep repeating. They get curious, they reach out. And once they know you're still there, the interest fades. It's not about you or your value. It's about them and their need to feel connected. The real lesson here is about understanding your worth and not getting caught up in whether they come back around. Your value doesn't come from their attention. It comes from how you see yourself and the world you're creating from within. When you stand in your own worth, you break the cycle and you open up to more genuine connections that don't depend on walking away to be noticed. So here's regaining your power. Choosing to walk away is a powerful move. It's about knowing your worth and letting go of things that don't help you grow. When you walk away, it's important to not keep tabs on what the other person is doing or thinking. If you do, it means you haven't really let go. Obsessing over the how and the when of what we want can trap us in a cycle of always wanting, never having. It's like being stuck at a bus stop 
waiting for a bus that never comes. True strength comes from realizing our lives are shaped more by our own thoughts and beliefs than by what others do or say. When we walk away, it's not about giving up, it's about moving towards the life we dream of. It's about believing in our own power to shape our lives. Walking away means stepping into a new chapter, one where we're not chasing after things, but living in the moment, enjoying what we've envisioned for ourselves. It's a bold move that says we're in control of our own story, not just a character in someone else's. So here's emotional detachment. Letting go emotionally is key when you're moving on. It's like taking a step back so you can see things a whole lot clearer. Some people think being detached means you don't care anymore, but that's not it. It's more about not letting your feelings get all tangled up with someone else's. You still care, but you're not letting their moods or actions pull you down or dictate how you feel. This kind of emotional setback helps you keep your peace no matter what's going on with them. It's about keeping your emotions in check so you can move forward in a healthy way without getting stuck in the past or lost in what could have been. Back when I first started dating, there was this guy I went out with, essentially one of my first boyfriends. And initially he seemed perfect, like the one. It's funny because he was my first real comparison in the dating world. So my perspective was pretty limited. However, as time passed, I started to see a different side of him. He wasn't always the nice guy he first appeared to be. When he was kind, it was wonderful, but when, it, when he wasn't, it was quite the opposite. And regrettably, the disappointment from that relationship lingered, subtly influencing my approach to relationships that followed. That's taught me that what we dwell on internally shows up externally until you choose to see it and make a change. Deciding to walk away can really open up new paths for you. It's like unlocking a door to a room full of chances that were meant just for you. Walking away isn't about losing something. It's about getting ready for all the good stuff that's waiting for you. It's about making space in your life for new experiences and people that match what you really desire. It's a bold move. It's like saying to God, I'm ready for something better. And that's when the right opportunities start finding their way to you. Living in the state desired is all about embodying the feelings and mindset of already having what you want even before it physically shows up in your life. It's like acting as if your dreams have already come true. When you live in this state, you're not just wishing for things to happen. You're aligning yourself with those experiences on an emotional and mental level. It's about feeling the joy, peace, or fulfillment now as if your desired situation is your current reality. 
This approach shifts your focus and energy, attracting opportunities and experiences that resonate with that state. It's like tuning into a radio station where the music you love is always playing. By staying on that frequency, you draw more of what you want toward you. Living in your desired state creates a powerful belief in possibilities. It's about trusting what that what you're seeking is also seeking you. And by staying true to your vision, you open doors to make it happen. It's a proactive way of shaping your life guided by your inner vision and feelings. It's important to avoid holding on to resentment and unforgiveness. Living in a state of resentment or regret invites negative energy, perpetuating a cycle of negativity. Hatred breeds hatred. Distrust leads to disloyal relationships. Constantly thinking about betrayal attracts more betrayal. Our thoughts and their associated feelings can keep past pains present. When you leave your ex and you let go of any and all resentment connected to that person, if you see them again, you won't have the same feelings and you're no longer that person that was attached to him or her at the time. You've now healed and released those negative emotions attached to them and that situation. You are worthy of love, not because you're being boastful and arrogant, but because you truly believe you're just worthy of love. You don't need it because you already have it within you. You choose it. Feel the love you desire before you receive it. Practice love for yourself in the interim. Don't put a timestamp on it. Because if you do, you're then operating in what makes sense to you versus what God has already prepared for you. You say, well, when will God finally give me who or what I desire? And the answer to that is when you believe and give thanks now for the feeling connected with what you'll have as if you already received it. That's where it starts. Mark chapter 11 verse 24 says, therefore I tell you whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you've received it and it will be yours. This verse emphasizes the importance of faith and believing in the fulfillment of your prayers as a key part of receiving your blessings. This verse isn't just about asking for what you want in prayer, but about truly embodying the belief that you have already received it. Fully immerse yourself in the feeling of having your desire fulfilled, not just wishing for it. This involves adopting the state of the desire fulfilled in your mind and emotions as if it's already a present reality. By living in the end, which is the feeling and the satisfaction and gratitude of having received your blessing, you align your subconscious mind with your desire, which then manifests in the world externally. This approach transforms prayer from a plea for help 
into an affirmation of already having and being what you desire, thereby bringing into your reality through the power of belief. When you find peace and freedom inside yourself, it starts to show on the outside too. You'll attract the right vibes and the right people that match your newfound energy. So, congratulations. Now you understand the power you have and are ready to walk away. Thank you for listening to Time Out with Trish. I hope you found today's episode helpful and inspiring. Remember to take time out for yourself each day and to practice self-love, self-care, and mindfulness. If you enjoy this episode, please leave a review and share it with your friends. You can also follow me on all platforms at Trish TV One for more tips and inspiration. Until next time, take care of yourself. And now I'm confident, put the effort in Now I'm moving up, up like a Jefferson I'm never stopping, even when things get tough This is a cheers to graduation, cause I'm on my way up I'm moving up